What's going on, Misfits? Another week, another episode. I am on a roll. And this week is such a special show. We are joined by psychic medium and writer Zaya, Z-Y-A. She's a new friend of mine. And we spend this episode talking about everything mystical, magical, black girl excellence and whatnot. Now, if you are a cynic, um, if you are safe, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and feel like this is not the energy that you want to let into your temple, I completely understand. But if you are interested and you want to see what other things are existing in this world of ours, maybe this is something that you can listen to. And if not, it's just a fun kiki girlfriend conversation about what the endless possibilities are. Now, you know I'm all about making this podcast big for 2018. Have you gone over to my iTunes page or SoundCloud and subscribed or rated and shared this with a friend? Well, you need to do that. I need you to get on board. You're listening to Social Misfit. gentlemen welcome to another episode of social misfit with me your host chloe hilliard and i am on location i am coming to you live from the island of manhattan yes i'm on location i am here with psychic medium spirit guide Miss Zaya. All right. I always just call you Zaya. Is that's, it is, is that's it a perfect. full? It's a full thing. Zaya. Z Y A. Okay. All good. Caps. No. No last name. No last name. Like yeah. Beyonce. Just make sure you hold the mic really. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, like Beyonce. Zaya. Z Y A. Um, and Zaya is not a comedian. Like I said, Zaya is a, a media a medium. How do you see? I know you personally. So how do you? Yeah, psychic medium healer. You know, yeah. woman about the world, traveler. You are. A, she's a prolific traveler. Like yeah. I'm envious of how well you oh, travel. Thank like, you. She just. She. We were talking on a Tuesday, and I was like, "You want to get together for lunch?" She was like, "Yeah, I'm going to Mexico, uh, but a ticket. I don't know when I'm coming back." And I was like, "Really?" She was like, "Yeah, girl, I'm gone." And I'm like, "Wow." No, it was just so cold, and I was like, and I realized I have so much things to do. I was like, I just came back, but yeah, I was totally trying to be out for like two months early. That's so freeing to mm. just up and move and like just it's not even moving really. It's, it's just, just, like just well, digi- well, I live as a digital nomad or I did for a long time. As you know, I just got back to the States last May and I was living overseas in Asia, primarily Southeast Asia, Thailand, Bali, Korea, Vietnam. And then um, I built all my business online. So all of my clients, I do all my calls via Skype or Zoom or phone. And so the Internet's amazing. Like I, I just said, you know, three years ago, I said, I want to make sure that I have a remote business and I have a business doesn't matter where I live mm-hmm. I can still do the business and so I've been blessed to Ugh. achieve that yeah I wish I could do that with comedy I wish I could just like have Skype shows oh, maybe in the future maybe in the future maybe in the, you well you you know what though mm-hmm. but now that I think about it on some Black Mirror ish I feel like probably that would be like that would be yeah. the next level of Netflix yeah. where you just be like I'm gonna watch the Chloe show tonight yeah. and you just you tune can just do my, it I'm gonna start a, a, a weekly show it's on my list to do a show around predictions and pop culture so and I'm just gonna do it live this is this is device called Mevo M E V O unless you broadcast live and it's like a little studio within itself little small black thing and then there's like there's a bunch I can tell you there's a bunch of live studios live is the next thing you but, can but, but but live okay also backstory Zaya worked in media yes. and marketing before so she's not she, she's, <laughs> sorry, she's yes. not kicking all this knowledge about like digital uh, interfaces yes. um, her, her, her angels are not telling her no, about yes, Mevo yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah but but also the whole live experience that kind of 
remember what was it the dot tv what was it like you oh back in the day i know you just the, justine dot tv like what was that was i don't remember that but it was a couple people that tried to do live a few years ago but now periscope it, but before periscope there was another yeah there was a oh, lot of there was snap there was well there was uh snapchat but before vine mm-hmm. um but who was like kind of li- live really there was li- there was live live like people like would be in the street and then they would just be recording that. and streaming live, live but it was like a yeah I don't know who that was that wasn't vine no, it was before Vine. I don't know. Because ju- what's the name? Justine TV. I remember she Justine was huge. TV. I remember and it that. was she was a part of that whole wave of like early adapters to Do the it. streaming interface. I remember th- the reason why I got an iPhone. The reason why I switched from Android to iPhone is because I wanted to watch her stuff. Uh, no, I wanted to do Vines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted so to like do a true comedian. Yeah, I wanted to do Vines, and then yeah, okay. So you're gonna tell me all the information. Um, that'd be interesting. I wonder if people want to see me. I wonder if people want to see people me will, and they'll do... pay for you too. I, you know, um, th- which goes into the part of what we. What, let me know when you want to. Yeah, about let's this do IG it. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so Zaya, please read us your social media post. Okay, so my latest post that I posted today, as you guys know, I'm a psychic medium. For those who are unfamiliar, um, a psychic is someone who can see the past, the present, and the future. And as a medium, I can speak to spirits. So anyone who's deceased, pets angels orishas anything that's no longer in like human form i can actually communicate with even with babies in utero or babies on the way um and so am i, am I pregnant right no now? you're not pregnant thank you maybe three years i don't know i do a little predictions i shouldn't do that to her i'm killing i'm killing no, that's her right fine now. three years is fine i yeah, just want to know like, it's not now now because you know, like, yeah, i got it my career i got things because i got it in this weekend so i had to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god no oh, okay no, no I, I hope i'm not you know look please god i've seen people's pregnancies like three months before they, just three months before they happened like crazy well you said i'm not pregnant no, so i believe three you. years from now so i put up my post today my only post today only post today i um, i'm launching so i do live mm-hmm. readings as you know yes. i do live readings for free and i also do them in group format where people pay and so i use facebook live and i'll let people like you know have two questions each for like a, a nominal fee and so i normally only do that when i do psychic readings and the difference in when you're dealing with a medium reading is that spirit controls the session mm-hmm. so if your grandfather's shows up your uncle i have no control over any of that whereas the psychic readings i'm like kind of channeling the message from angels and kind of like telling you what's happening so th- the medium readings i don't tend to do live publicly i tend to do one-on-one because it's yeah much it's more very, control yeah and also it's very personal it's person yeah. personal and it's also yeah. very taxing and a lot of people don't really know their family so like if their great grandmother shows up or their grandmother's aunt's daughter they don't always know. Mm-hmm. This is just in general, especially in America. And forget race, just in general. So it gets a little bit like ugh, long in the tooth. But, you know, Spirit was like, you need to start doing these group readings. So I'm going to do my first. I, my post today was about my first live group medium reading. And it's on so like. So read it. Oh, I, oh, so what did I write? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Have you have you been wanting to get in touch with a deceased loved one? I can help with my first ever live group reading on 13118. The link is in the bio. Or grab a seat at askzaya.com. Peep the video for more details. Hashtag medium readings. Hashtag black girl magic with a K. Hashtag spirit loves you. Witchy women. Discounts. Locks. Blogging while psychic. Psychic. Psychic Zaya. Psychic medium. Hashtag. (laughs) 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 And the thing about it is that you get a lot of new clients from it. I do. Because I think also the thing about, you know, one, you're really good at marketing yourself. And two, I think that it the one-on-one interaction uh, removes all of the embarrassment that people may have yeah. about feeling like, Oh, I want to yeah. talk to a medium. Uh, right. Or I want to talk to a psychic because it, it always comes across as being so, um, and 
American culture and in the African-American community, I believe the idea of psychic abilities has been shunned. Yes. Um, Such a problem. Even though it's so, so natural. It's so innate. We all do it. To our culture. It's, 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 but it's like being psychic is it's, it's the sixth sense. It's like the moment you, you know, if you're a mom and you all of a sudden feel like you, my kids are too quiet and then you go in the room and you find they've opened up all the makeup jars and they spread it across the walls. That's mm-hmm. psychic. Um, the moment you meet somebody and you can just say, oh my God, this person is the one and you get married. That's psychic. You know, we the moment you, um, you know, you decide you know, you're looking at two different colleges as a choice and you say, you know, I'm just going to bet on them. my first choice. I'm going to get in. I know I'm going to get in and you get in. Like we use our intuition so much every day. Mm-hmm. Our, the thing as a medium, the difference is, is like, I try to help spirit. There are so many people on the other side that are here to help us and they want to spread a message. And we, we miss the boat all the time on that. And so it's nice as a medium to be able to deliver that. But the stigma around psychics and mediums is ridiculous. And like, I, you know, I can recall past lives and I can, I can recall past lives where I've been killed for doing this work. That's mm-hmm. real. Like that, the witch hunts in Ireland, the witch hunts in um, Boston, Massachusetts, I've, I've been in those things. So mm-hmm. like for me this time, I'm realizing as I lean into this work more, as I'm now coming home, cause in Asia it's very easy to be spiritual in this, you know, I was kind of in my own bubble. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is a big stigma. And I'm realizing how, so for example, quick, quick, funny thing. So I went to Playa del Carmen in, in Mexico in the Yucatan Peninsula, and I put in a group, in a black expat group in, in Playa. I was like, hey, I'm a psychic medium. I'm here. Who's a foodie? Who's into metaphysics? Love to meet up. No one responded. One girl responded in another group, and she's like, let's meet up. She's really spiritual. And she was like, I'm really surprised I didn't respond. This is crazy. She says, because all of them are here, and all of them will totally, whenever somebody new comes, they all respond like, yo, let's meet up. Let's do things. It was a pool party. Nobody said anything. And I said, wow. So now I know how to tell where my real friends are because they had a problem with that psychic medium. If I had probably been like, oh, I work in fashion and I do a Cardi B, whatever the fuck she does, everybody would be like, yeah, let's hang out. You from New York, la, la, la. Right, so... It was such a telling thing for me to go into the new year. And I'm just like, okay. And now, you know, some psychics are fraudulent, but so is so bankers. Some are so president. So like fraudulent doesn't lie within an industry. Mm -hmm. It lies within an individual and it's in every industry. But that was like really powerful and really shifting for me and just really and, and upsetting on some levels where I was just like, so, but what it did was confirm that I feel that coming from a fashion entertainment background, I used to get so much press coverage before. And like, if I change my hair color, somebody would write about it. And I have all these people I've supported in the street from years ago, but nobody gives me coverage. Mm. And so I'm just like, interesting, you know? So we talked about this before, like where, you know, who's cheerleading, who's not. Yeah. And, um, and in the black community, man, we're so powerful and we're and, and our spirituality is really where we can overcome so much mm-hmm. within our community and in the outside world. But they've cut us off. Like when you look at a group that says, no, you can't study, your you can't study what you're used to studying you can't do your religion or your beliefs or whatever you got to take on hours what's that about yeah what are they taking away and why mm-hmm. you know and so um i mean people can keep their religion but they have to understand that that is part of the oppression they have to understand that that is part of i have books i have books i can, you know i have books i can recommend to you guys that will tell you how we were systematically removed from our original belief system yeah. as African, you know, and it's not just us either. I mean, it's all around the world. Mm-hmm. Indigenous people, people of color, melanated people. Well, if, if, if it was so important to remove your belief system, why? Yeah. Because that's where your power is. Mm-hmm. So it's like Samson with his hair. Right. Then it, you know, and so it's just, but it, the, the, the reality is, is like when you, t- when you talk to black people about this, they get so up in arms. And I, and I, I think it's because 
um, it's not so much that they even hate psychics or mediums. One, they are scared away from it. But I think it's more like, well, if I don't believe in this, what do I believe in? And nobody really wants to believe in the power of themselves. Yeah. They don't. Because they, that means you have to be responsible for all the shit you do. Mm-hmm. And no one wants that, really. So, okay, keep your little... It, you put everything in the hands of the Lord. Or right. Every, 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 it's it's their will. It's their way. It's, right. You know, I did wrong. Well, you know, the devil made me do it. Or I did... You know, nobody is like, yo, come on, man. We're here. We we reproduce. That's Is that not like God? Does not God <clears throat> create life? We create life. So it's 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 crazy. I don't, I don't think I really understood the stigma until I came back home, which really? is probably why I'll go back overseas and hide, yeah. hide in the cave or a but you don't but you don't think that there's a there is a, a a sizable vibration and a shift that's happening right now yes. in black america i mean in america of course clearly because yeah. of politics but i mean i'm hearing i'm seeing i'm seeing church folk that i know i mm. mean like safe sanctify feel with the holy ghost all going vegan now that's like, true you know, you know what you, the you whole, know what? the vegan thing yeah see people think that it's like Oh, it's a trend. No, the vegan thing is a spiritual awakening that you have because once you stop eating, and this is the thing that people don't understand. When you go vegan, it's less about, it's less about really about the meat consumption. It's more spiritually about the processed foods. Right. Because that's the shit that really blocks you from being alert and attentive and aware. Right. And uh, self-aware or aware of your environment because you're bogged down with all these fucking, you know, fake foods. Right. The meat, I get it. The meat, of course, the way that the meat is treated and all of the stuff and it's bad for the environment, that's all good and well, but people are really bouncing back and becoming healthy and aware and woke because they're omitting all the processed foods. Right. So that's more beneficial than the actual meat and it's chicken. Al- it's also when you have, when you start to spiritual, because the planet is spiritually awakened. We're shifting from a 3D, which is ego materialistic to a 5D vibration, which is a love vibration. So for example, I used to But work- does that happen in shifts? Because I, I read somewhere that that happens. It's like the whole 60s, the love movement was a feminine energy and then, then we followed by masculine. I, that's a really is- good point. I would say it almost feels like how you have to peel you know chip away at a big rock mm-hmm. so maybe it does happen in shifts i not you know for me i know since the mayan calendar 2000 not 2000 what was it 2012 we've been shifting we've been awakening and, and i think the vegan thing is part of that because your body literally can't attune to certain foods as you start to, as our dna because our dna they say is actually shifting right now which is why they've got all these dna kits but i won't go on one of my oh yeah don't do it don't do don't do the dna kit yeah, yeah. If- well yeah don't do them. They, they're tracing people. But you you know, just a sorry side note, that if your cousin goes in, they now have access to your DNA as well because you're her cousin. And they can own all of y'all DNA. This is like crazy. I don't oh, know. Yeah. They think they're going to win there and they're not. It's going to be a bloody fight. But anyway, sorry, I went off a tangent. No, there. I love tangents. That's just, this show is all about tangents. <laughs> this show is all about tangents. I, I was just thinking, that, I mean, I want you to get back to your thought about the veganism. But I just was walking today and I had this thought and I said, and this came out of nowhere. And it was like, greed, Um, what is it? Greed ruins ingenuity. Mm. Any moment where yeah. someone was being, uh, you know, right. had a moment of a spark of like, this could change the world. That's right. Someone who's greedy is like, not nah, because I read this article. We just talked about it. I don't want to get into him yet, but we will. But just to make my point clear, Trump has put a tariff on yes. solar panels coming yes. into this country, even though solar panels were invented in America. But right. then, so, but, but, but because greed, of greed, because they, of greed, the powers that be, these big powerful companies and families were like, no, 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 no. We're not going to switch over to solar panels because I still got money and stock and oil and right. fracking. And right. All this other That's stuff. why he's doing it. That's why he's doing it. So, but, but greed always, greed ruins ingenuity. But then I thought about it again, but it will never defeat it because it's going to come back yeah, around. Because humans create. 
Yeah, because we we're creators. You like know? you think if you look at Nikolai Tesla, who created so many things that got shut down because of greed, yeah. because you know Con Edison yeah. was like well, that's the guy Tom, they had the they had the Netflix show about, right? I don't know. If they I, had there was a guy about Netflix show who had all these amazing ideas, and they and they basically robbed him blind. Oh yeah, they it. robbed him blind. So basically, yeah. I love Nikolai Tesla. I mean, of course, you know Elon Musk created his company Tesla. It's named after him, but um, but Tesla basically was an inventor. Okay. Um, and a genius. And he was able to harness the Earth's natural electricity. And he was building a transmitter here in the United States and one in Europe that would have been able to power us without oil or any, you know, man-made supplements. Yeah. Just using yeah. the natural electricity from the world. Yeah. And all of the power players who own power companies and, you know, oil and gas. And they were like, uh-uh, no, we're shutting that down. And so he created, you know, all of these new light bulbs. You have like all the light bulbs that mm-hmm. last forever. Yeah. He created those the years ago. Ye- oh, they got it all. Hundreds of years. They got it all. Years. These bastards. Yeah, and they shut bastards. it down. He was the one that was like, we we have a better current system, you know, like the, you know, and then he, and it, so Thomas Edison created an event where he was like, oh, if you want to use Nikolai Tesla's current system instead of the one that I use, look, his current system will electrocute and he electrocuted an elephant and was like, that's, that's Nikolai Tesla's electric oh. electricity process but mine's is better and then they, and t- like a couple like years later they end up switching it to his ver- Nikolai Tesla's version they anyway they showed that on Bob's Burger about the, yeah. the elephant yeah Doopsy, so, dropsy or something like that so it's just like Top you know people don't want people want to be greedy they want to be greedy and so I think that's where we are right now like people's greed has gotten to this height where it's like laughable but you know it's going to shift around because you can't force things down people's throat and I think like when it comes to veganism just to bring it back it's like you can push all of this bad shit that you want but people are like I think I'm gonna try something different also people are getting sick like yeah. people are really getting sick and the food has gotten like I always look at the uh, Soul Train um, the Soul Train show right and um, and I just people were just thin and that wasn't just the thin people getting on camera I'm sure they were but if you look at how like our, like the way most of us are fat now it's bloat it's mm-hmm. not fat. It's bloated. We're bloated. We look. It's not because people in America just you. If, to the, let's put it this way. Uh, hey, 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 Fat Albert would not have been a show if it wasn't so unusual for somebody to be that goddamn fat. Yeah. And now you go anywhere in America and that's the average size because mm-hmm. of the food and people look bloated and yeah. they put addic- you know, addictive properties into it. So I think people are realizing we're getting sick, but also vibrationally, you can't lift up when you're so heavy with stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, what's going to be interesting though, and this is what I was getting to my point earlier, which is I used to have a lot of crap because I was in fashion and whatever and I just had all this stuff, but now I'm just so minimal. And I realized the happier you are in your soul, the less shit you need. Yeah. And they and that and they don't want that because that doesn't not. drive capitalism. They want you to be unhappy. So it, the revolution is happening and it's amazing. And you're right to your original point, which was do, are, is spirituality changing? I think the millennials, yes. Um, I think my personality, because I'm so bold with it, I think, you know, I'm probably, you know, I'm in a good place to take a lot of heat, but I'm also going to probably maybe take some just because I'm pushing it in places where like, like my girl I speak to her, she's like, oh, you should go on Gaia. And I was like, I don't know if the people that are already watching Gaia Entertainment, G-A-I-A, are the people I need to be reaching. What is that? It's basically a, a network like Netflix, but it's all spiritual stuff. G-A-I-A. It's all spiritual. So, so I think I definitely should do some stuff with that. But I feel like I need to talk to the girl on the street. I need to talk to people who are searching. Mm-hmm. I kind of need to not necessarily be trying to recruit them, but just kind of be that face for them, you yeah. know? So, yes, it is shifting. We're in an interesting space, but there's still a lot to go. And unfortunately, I feel like sometimes, I feel like that's really within the millennial set that people are just kind of like, yo, I'm not, I'm not messing with the church. I'm going back to whatever my ancestors did. 
you know, and so, and even then the whole ancestry thing, you know, there's this whole thing now where they're saying black people, a lot of the black people in America are two groups is ones that are from Africa. And then a lot of the black people that are here were already native Americans. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I, I was talking to a friend of mine and he's like, he, he said, it and he's always looking and researching stuff and coming across these ideas and, you know, just developing his own personal viewpoints. Um, and shout out to D max. And cause he's shout like, out to cause I know he's like, she's talking about me right now. Um, but he was like, I, he's like, I'm starting to believe that Afri- that enslaved people or at, who we believe were Africans coming from, even we're I, I think that they were here. Were here. Yeah. So what is your theory on that? Well, I'll tell you. Because, I mean, let's asking. be true. If you don't know, um, when people talk about Native Americans and the whole, like, pilgrims and shit, they make it seem like it was, like, 10 Native Americans. It was, like, 30 million plus right. indigenous people uh-huh. across this entire country. Con- right. And the continent, across yeah. North America. And, yeah, across North America. And they had, like tribal names and they had names for like there are maps there are maps of old maps with well let's so let's talk about this so there's so there's two things one i went to kenya traveler again I went to Kenya. I have to show you my passport while we're here. I, I went to Kenya. Did you add pages to it? Because you have so I many did stamps. Add pages. I, I can't had 52 pages and now it's down to 10. I'm really I excited. I can't stand you. So I love it. You got to come. We got to go. We I'm have doing, to go. I'm doing New Orleans for my birthday. I want you to come. Oh, Hopefully you won't okay. have a show that time. So, okay. So I went to Kenya 2011. I get off the flight. This is before I realized how tapped in I was psychically. And I'm also what's called an empath, which is a hypersensitive person. And I'm, I'm a geo empath. So I'm sensitive to nature. And I can go in areas and be like, war happened here this was a loving area like i can feel it uh you you came to my show and with that plantation story oh that I told? yeah yeah oh that would have i wouldn't i would have had to go home i don't know if i could have it would have been too much yeah. like you know that sadness but like so right because you felt it you were like yeah. what the fuck so anyway so when i get off the plane in kenya i'm seeing all these beautiful black people and i'm kind of in the airport the lady picks me up my host and we're driving and just immediately i was like we're not the same the black people in america most of us we're not from africa i could not tell you why or how i knew that so when i see these reports and even like my grandparents they're from the south my grandmother was blue my great-grandmother was blue black but my grandmother kept saying she's a she's black Indian. And I was like, Oh, y'all just act like y'all got Indian in film. She's like, no, she's a black Indian. So she's old school Southern mm-hmm. woman. Didn't know how to really articulate. No, she's the native people. Cause. Yeah. And so I think, which is, this is now is about to get really political. So there's two things. I think, I do think we're from here. I think the majority of black people here are from this. This is, we are the indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I've been to the Philippines. I've been to the mountains of, 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 of uh, Thailand. Um, you go to Malaysia, the people get real dark. The whole fucking population has been melanated. I believe that the, the people, the original planet was black, melanated, and then has been, I guess, either invaded or just, I don't know how it got mixed up. But like when you start going to people's like, like they show pictures of people from different countries. They always show their light bright. But when you start going to look at people's old folks or you go up to the mountains or down to the South, you start, I have run behind Asian people in Thailand so desperate to meet black people thinking they were black. And I was like, yo, they're not even black. They look black. Wow. So the more I travel, the more I realize everyone's black. Now, is everyone from Africa? No. So I don't think we're from there. Now, here's the flip shit. Number one, I feel really bad that they enslaved us on our own land. I'm like, I don't know how they did it. Magic, mm-hmm. spiritual magic, dirty magic, dirty magic. That's why black people don't understand their freedom because they use their magic. Yeah. You're not going to come into somebody else's native land mm-hmm. and not use some trick shit. Yeah. And I'm not talking about guns and gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Okay, one. And then two, that means they would owe us everything. They already owe us everything, but mm-hmm. they would owe us everything in this mother. Yeah. So I don't think... Um, 
have like I think there's a mix. I do think a lot of the black people here are black people that are from this part of the world. Uh, I mean, I definitely have family like ancestors. Who, who said that? Who, right? Yeah, like my like my dad's grandmother was like in Native American. Yeah, I say Indian, but yeah, Native American. Right, but mm-hmm. she looked black, right? Not like yeah, the yeah. long Pocahontas mm-hmm. thing they be showing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they'll say I'm Native. But I didn't, I thought they were doing the whole, I want to be, you know, whatever. But my grandmother was blue black, my great grandmother. And so, and had long hair. But I just, so we've been lied to again. I don't even know if Columbus was real. I am so puzzled. Cause you know what? When I think about it, even as a kid, I used to think about it. I was like, when I first started learning about slavery, I used to think, well, why were they able to take over? Why were right. they able why? to why? like take yes. our bodies or take over? our power like why I, I used to think like well, why is why was africa so cursed mm. and it's just like well, why would god allow that to happen mm. to people mm-hmm. if if you know god is almighty and all-knowing what was so if god is almighty and all-knowing then what is the outcome of this because right. this experiment has been going on all for a very long time, long time. And it continues and that's interesting because then you read articles and scientists say, oh, like in the year 2052, Africa, like the world will be brown, will be brown. So it was like, well, what's going to happen between now and 2052? Are all white people going to die? Are they going to go back to their well, home no, planet? They, they or keep pop, they keep mixing babies. Like there's no more white babies being born in this country. It's all brown babies now. That's what I read, that there's more brown babies than white babies. Yeah. Well, yeah, I read that um, white men have white men have the highest growing. Like they are starting to have the highest number of. Um, bachelors, white men, what, and suicide rates because older white men aren't getting married because wow. they're undesirable, and really? then they commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, in like America? growing a gro- it's a growing trend, a growing trend. Why? Why are they undesirable? Have you seen a, a white man? I mean, but should no, they, be having, they be having their shit together? Should they be not having, all of them? I'm just yeah. thinking about like you got to think about have, the majority. If, if white people are still the majority in this country, mm-hmm. a good number of them out of work. Undereducated. You're right. And that's the thing. We live on this East Coast. We live in these fancy cities. But we forget when you go to Iowa or Idaho or wherever, uh, you know, the middle of America that I will never go into. I have no interest and won't go. Yeah. Uh, it says right it. here. It's not just Chris Cornell. Remember the lead singer of. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Chris Cornell. Who was that? I know that name. Wait. Soundgarden. Okay, let me let me see if it's clean. Um, so I just pulled up an article. Uh, May 20, 2017. It's not just Chris Cornell, who was the lead singer of uh-huh. Soundgarden. Suicide rates highest among middle-aged men. Yes. So just think about, think about all the number of white male rock stars that passed away from suicide over the past two years. There's a couple of them. That's the, the, that well, I think some of them they're killing off because they were going to tell about the whole pedophile thing. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> laugh at that, <laughs> but it's true. All right, so expla- it says explaining the rising death rate amongst white middle-aged men, and it's called death of despair. This is in 2015. Yeah. Well, you know, it's too many men in the world anyway. Can we talk about being a psychic and dating? Just another tangent, since we're talking about dead men anyway. Um, in my love life. <laughs> um, I, I, it's interesting. Tinder won't let me put that I'm a psychic medium on my bio. What? Yeah, but they have people on this trying to get three ways. <laughs> Wait, so when you put like your when I put occupation. my bio, yeah, my occupation, they won't let me put psychic medium. Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do you say? I don't know what I say. I might leave it blank. I put writer because I'm also a writer. 
but I, I'm just now I have to go meet this guy tonight. Like, I, and he's ex-military. He's a nurse. And I'm just like, now I got to tell him I'm a second medium. It's so annoying. I want to like. Yeah. It, but you know what it is? That's how you know you're so deep rooted in your work because you, there's no way for you to not tell him. Yeah, I can't. Like when I first started, be, when I first started in comedy, I was able to just not tell people that I was a comic. Wow. But now it's like I can't. It's right. so intrinsic to who I am that right. I can't. I right. can't it's deny just, it's it. It's our life. It's our yeah. livelihood, our life, and who mm. you are. Yeah. Right. Uh, one part of you is not all of you, of course. Wait. So how do you? I mean, you. Okay. So a little backstory on you. I know we jumped all over the place because I know so you. So sorry. This is gonna no, be no, hard no, to no. edit. No, edit. it's not. I'm not editing it like this. It's gonna be good. Um. So the backstory about Zaya is that before you came into your psychic abilities, you worked in fashion. <clears throat> right. You you grew up in New York. Yep. Um, and you were a really colorful personality on the scene. Yes. Yes. All of a sudden, what was the moment that you switched? Mm, that's a really good point. I'm gonna say my 30th birthday, which was a while ago now. Um, uh, I turned 30. I was in Miami. I am such a traveler. I'm thinking about this. I'm like, I'm traveling. But for a while I didn't travel. Anyway, so I was in South Beach and my friends went out on my birthday that night and I did not. And I just sat on the beach and watched the moon come down. And I just my whole energy just shifted and I never forgot that. My friend was like, what, are you okay? I think she was thinking I was worried about turning 30. I was like, I'm fine. And so now that I know what I know about the moon and the water, I just realized that was just me just turning, just shifting. So mm -hmm. that, but I didn't know that consciously. <clears throat> what happened to, what had happened was my grandmother died in a fall of Thanksgiving 2010. The grandmother who raised me, she died in Georgia. And then 14 months later, my best friend died of cancer. And these two events were key because what normally happens is if you're latent gifts with psychic and medium gifts, um, when people, a traumatic event will push them forward. So that's why. So when my grandmother died, she, I felt like she kind of took over. Now I know I was channeling her. Like I started just cooking all her favorite foods because I was in New York. She was in Georgia. So I jumped up, ran to the grocery store, got all this food, you know, old school Southern mm -hmm. stuff. She loved to cook. And I remember like I had just, I cooked like six dishes. Just me. I live alone. Right. And I was like, Grandma, I'm done. I can't. And so, so she kind of took over my spirit just to cook. We used to cook together. That mm -hmm. was our thing. So then my friend Anissa, who had been suffering with cancer for three years, died like 14 months later. And so it was just grief, 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 grief. But what it did was open me up because they both were contacting me in my dreams. They were contacting me when I was awake. All of that shit was fine until the summer of 20. No, she Anissa died January of 2012. The summer of 2012. <laughs> I'll speed it up for you guys. But basically, I was contacted by Marilyn Monroe. I had a friend at the time who was pregnant and I saw her in Barnes Nobles the same thing. Marilyn Monroe, I was walking in Barnes Nobles in downtown Brooklyn. I turned to my right and there's this book on Marilyn Monroe in fashion. Did you know her and John F. Kennedy's wife? She had the same hairdresser. You're no. talking about somebody with some tea. <laughs> anyway, so I know, sorry. So I was, and it would turn out to be her birthday, which is June 1st. I was like, oh shit, why am I? And I'm not a Marilyn Monroe person like that. And I was like, okay, I think I'm supposed to get this book. So I go to read the book. I see this girl I know and I'm talking to her and I'm like, are you pregnant? Because, and she's like, oh my God, I am. But I think I'm going to get an abortion. I was like this. And that's when the child just started speaking to me. I can do baby readings. I can speak with babies in the utero or in the aura before they arrive. And I was just like, this child really wants to be here. You know, I get it, whatever. But, and that said, she wants to be named something like, Eva Rose because she was showing me a rose in my third eye mind you all this going on you could not I was not considering myself psychic medium. I was just it was happening to me so rapidly and she's like oh my god I had a dream about a rose last night and I was going to call her Eve something she was going to name her something similar as a girl so anyway that was kind of my first baby communication fine all that was fine grandmother talking to me friend talking to me Marilyn Monroe kind of pulling in my spirit but then more weird things kept happening that summer like I was getting flashes of, of another woman fighting in the civil rights like and I would just be awake and I would just 
get like a movie screen dropped into my like into my mm. psyche and i was like okay so i called this psychic and out of texas and i said and i told her what was happening and she was like yeah marilyn monroe is one of your guides she's an angel reader she's like yeah she's one of your guides you know um you knew her as a child in a, a previous life and i was like okay this is all very new to me mm. oh so when you say marilyn monroe just so people are like what do you mean Mar-? like marilyn, marilyn her, monroe like her her spirit her spirit which has been here millennium before right but so she, she's manifesting as Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. No, I, so she, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going so fast and trying to be clear with this. But so anyway, so Marilyn Monroe, she was like, yeah, uh, in a past life, you knew her as a child, which flash, flash, flash forward. It still took me two years to understand that relationship. When I was in Thailand, she came to me and was like, yeah, we were both orphans and you taught me how to read. Mm. And I remembered, I saw us sitting at a lunch table. And I was black and she was white. And I think that's why, you know, she was she was very much pro-black. She really did help with a lot of the movement back then. Um, quiet as it's kept. So who killed her? Pills. She killed herself. Okay. Pills. But what drove her to kill herself? You know, that whole drama going on over there. That it's, um, it feels like to me she was like, um, dang, maybe she wants this to be told. Um, I just see her driving down the highway real fast. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were like kind of stalking her. To Ooh, get like, the his people JFK. to get her to go away, uh-huh. not to necessarily die, but maybe just like she was like they wanted me to kind of like leave this country and be quiet or whatever. But she got really depressed because mm-hmm. she lost her weight, like lost her shape, like she just got really depressed. So she came, whatever. I still didn't have a problem with any of this shit. Did not have a problem until Mr. Michael Jackson. This is gonna sound crazy as hell. Mr. Michael Jackson. I wake up one morning I'm in my apartment and I just he's his energy is like I'm laying in my bed. He's like literally like just on top of like not on top of me but like his energy his presence was like right above my face like a ceiling and i was like oh my god <laughs> it, n- now i was like i've now i'm crazy it's over now it's crazy and the psychic all she said to me was yes marilyn monroe is one of your guides she never said i was psychic she never said i was a medium she just said you're going through a lot of transition and you have 44 angels surrounding you you're highly blessed and I'm really excited to have this call with you. She never fucking told me what was going on with me and I wish she had because that would have really saved me but a lot of stress. I think she was doing it because she wanted to get you as a client. No, she wasn't trying to get me as a client. I had already paid, I was paid, I had paid her $300. She was just having me, re- she was doing a reading for me. Why? She wasn't training me. She was just reading for me. Why do you think she didn't tell you? To be honest, I probably wasn't in a place to receive that at the time. Okay. If I, when I think about it, like when I really, really think about it, I was as calm as I am now, it was the complete opposite then. Like the come and then, and she and I spoke to her before Michael happened. Michael must have happened like two weeks later because I spoke to her in July mm-hmm. with all the other stuff going on. So I wake up, he's there, and I'm like, oh my god, oh oh shit, I feel like Michael Jackson's here. And and mind you, this time um, now it was like now I was getting stressed out, and I was like, this is sound I don't know. So I just tried to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Again, that you know, eight years later or no, six years later, that was 2012. I'm very clear on how spirit speaks to me. Was that 2012 or summer 2013? That was the summer 2013. I'm very clear on how spirit speaks. So they start, they speak with, which he did. Um, I think I went outside that day and somebody was playing his song in a car. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the store and somebody mentioned it. The biggest thing I remember is a friend of mine came to visit me. We're sitting in my house and she's like, I'm going to go on. She goes on YouTube on my computer. She's like, I'm going to just play some Michael Jackson. I said, what the hell made you pl- decide on that? She's like, I don't know. And that's how spirit speaks to you. They send you signs. They send you numbers. They'll play the music. They will, they will be in your presence mm-hmm. in various ways to let you know you are there around. And I was like, this is driving me crazy. It was driving me crazy. And so she, you know, she came left or whatever. So that night, you know, he's, I could still feel him around. And I'm just like, this is so crazy. Plus it's a celebrity. So it was just this weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you, like in my head, I'm like, what do you want? Mind you, I had no one to talk to about this. So I'm like, fuck, I'm crazy. I don't know. 
And he's like, I need you to reach out to my sister, Janet. I want her to take my daughter. Now, backstory, you guys will remember his daughter. Mm-hmm. What's her name, Paris? Yeah, Paris. Paris had tried to commit suicide that summer and they locked her in an institution with no exit date. And he was like, and Janet had just married that guy. Mm-hmm. And she and he was like, I need her to come, go and get my kids because I know with the guy, he can protect them from all the idiots back mm-hmm. over there in Cali. And I was like, I don't know Janet, Michael. I don't, I don't know her. So please go away. This shit was so bad that I actually emailed the director of Ghost. <laughs> oh, wow. I found him. He was teaching upstate New York in the process of moving to California. And I was like, I'm just like Whoopi in the movie. Can you please help me tell me what's going on? This I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed with the director. Yeah, or the creator. I forgot his name, but I have the email. I can show it to you. I was like, and he wrote me back. I found his email. Again, that marketing uh, journalistic instinct. I found his <laughs> shit on some, on some website or some school way upstate, some random Wow. Where. And I was just like, I really need help. I really need help. I'm, I'm a fashion writer. I don't know what's going on. I'm concerned. <clears throat> and he wrote back. He's like, well, I'm not a medium, but I'll get on the phone with you. And by this time, I had found a teacher, Beth Lane. And I was like, it's okay. I think I found someone to help me. So this is still going. This all, this all took about two weeks. So finally, he couldn't help me. I couldn't get a hold of Beth or whatever. And I said, Michael, okay, <clears throat> you're, let's just say you're here. What do you want? How can I help you? I want you to get in touch with Jan. I was like, I don't know your sister. I don't know your sister, man. I don't know your sister. He was like, you know someone who knows her. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to sleep. When I wake up, you tell me who I know that knows Janet. Guys, I used to work in entertainment. I do know a lot of people. I do not know Janet Jackson. <laughs> I wake up the next morning. I think it is publicist. She comes to my mind. I'm not going to say her name because I hate dragging her in the story. Poor thing. And I said, oh, shit. She was at the funeral. She was only she was on the fourth row from the front mm. seat. And I saw And she was basically sitting with the family. I said, oh, shit. And she was. I saw it televised. And I was mm. like, oh, there's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, shit. She does know them. You know how many publicists I know as someone who used to do red carpet stuff? I yeah. know a thousand and one publicists. He gave me that one person. But here was a problem. I, this woman is well known. She handled Usher's career well-known publicist um i've known her for 10 years built up a very solid relationship she knew me as a fashion writer mm-hmm. i was not about to be like yes yeah, so michael jackson came to me yeah such a problem i was like michael i can't i can't i can't do it please 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 okay here's e- janet's email so he made me email janet the first email he get he did it wrong the second one it didn't bounce back the first one bounced back no response fine so i reached out to this woman i said hey because he wouldn't leave me alone like I was like please go away now I know how to move a spirit away from you yeah. I didn't know anything and I was crying and then the, the weirdest thing is I was dating this guy he's like maybe you're having a nervous breakdown and I was like maybe I am so it was just that when you one of the reasons why I started my membership is because I want people to know you're not alone you're not crazy mm-hmm. because when you don't know this is like you just go off right so I said okay <clears throat> I'm gonna reach out to so-and-so this is gonna be ridiculous and this is the ridiculousness of it. So I reached out to her. Hey, I need to speak to you really quickly. It's not about Usher. Not one of your you know, clients. Oh, okay, what's up? Responded really quick. Hey, do you have a relationship with Janet Jackson? Yeah, I do. What's up? Do you understand the power of what just happened? Here's this dead man, <laughs> Michael Jackson, haunted me. Yes, he did. Yes, you did, sir. Haunted me and said, um, <laughs> you know someone who knows my sister. And I'm like, I don't. And he's like, this person. And I email her. And she's like, yeah, I have a relationship with her. What's up? Come on. Spirit surprises me, surprises me and does not every single day, does not fail you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I said, so this is so weird. I'm so sorry. I was so, I'm so embarrassed. I understand this. Is, like I was doing all the apologies yeah, up front yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, you know, so can you uh, reach out to her? I don't know what's happening. Michael's getting touched me. He wants her to take her daughter, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, she was emailing me back to back in two minutes. She did not email me for the whole rest of the night. Mm. Next day about 12 noon. Hey, yeah, I don't think I'm comfortable with that. I was like, okay, I completely get it. I said, so, but can you just confirm this is her? E-? So then I said to her, I said, 
He's saying that you'll see them during Thanksgiving. If you could leave her this message, that would be great. And I said, this is her email he gave me. Can you confirm if this is her email or not? She never said anything else, which to me was her way of confirming it. Like she probably think because it was a personal Gmail email. I don't remember, but I have it. It was a personal email. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I said, I got to get some help. So then I started training with Beth Lane. This is the fall of 20, no, Christmas 2013. And because this whole thing, that whole thing happened like summer, like late summer into fall. And I still took like six to eight weeks to finally get the help and the training. And so you so you and her have never had a conversation about that ever again. Then. No, no, no. But she did invite me to a screening of some stupid ass medium show years ago. I was like, mm, that's weird. Oh, but you know what's really funny? Two years later, you know who contacted me via LinkedIn blindly? Janet's then husband's company hmm. to do social media marketing for them in uh, Qatar. She was oh. like, yeah, so-and-so. And she said, yeah, he told me to get someone immediately. I don't even have a job description. Wow. And I was in Thailand at the time. I was like, are you serious? Are you? And that, and that was just as I had finished writing, doing writing work, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I wasn't sure what I was going to do in my career with, like, spirit. So, yeah, the, he was the catalyst, and I thank him for that. That was a beautiful soul contract that we had, mm-hmm. soul contracts you have with people to help shift you to get me into this work. Because if, if that had never happened, if it had just been my friend and my grandmother, I would have never been doing this. But, like, and even then, it wasn't until I was in Thailand and I ran out of work and girls were hearing about it um, and our group were hearing about what I do that I said, okay, I have to get money for this. But, honestly, if none of those things had happened, I'd probably would have the gift and just be like yeah okay because i realize now i i always knew things but i just was like i just thought i was really smart i was a good guesser to be honest yeah i think a lot i mean i i have um also i'm very hesitant to say the things that i like are coming to me right now because i don't want it to feel like a bandwagon conversation you know no, say, like, say what you got to say it's pretty tell your truth no no no. because i feel like i feel like there'll be people listening to this and being like what the fuck are they talking about oh, well everybody open special, your mind da, da, da. so with me two things about myself i am very in tune with my physical body i can always i always know when something's off mm. Like good. when something's wrong, like mm-hmm. oh, okay, I need to go to the doctor. I don't feel good about this. Like something, I'm in that. I mean, it happens. Probably very, medical impact. Yeah, medical yeah, yeah. intuitive. Yeah. So I know. I'm like, okay, I need to see this doctor. Blah 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 blah. blah right. Which is why I have been going to like every doctor because I knew I hadn't been in a while. So I was like, let me just see everything so mm. I can just like ease my mind about everything. Mm. And also I've changed my diet a couple times. So I just want to make sure that like, I'm treating my body well instead so of just good. like eating according to whatever like social pressure or whatever, right. you know, you're trying to feel special. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing is like I always get glimpses of my life in the future. Nice. So I remember being a kid. That's dope. And I said, you know, you know, when you're in elementary school and you'd be like, well, what do you want to be? Right. What do you want to be? And I was like, I want to be a cross between Malcolm X, Oprah and Martin Luther King. And they were like, what the hell does that mean? I was like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I just want to impact people. I want to be on a platform. Now I have the words to say I want to impact people. I want to affect change and I want to be on a platform. And then I remember when I was like in high school or when I was in junior high school, it was like an elective and it was for journalism. And I was like, oh, I'll take it. And then I was like, I want, I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. And I knew that before I took the journalism class, I was like, I was always writing. I was How old always were you? Doing, well, in elementary school, I had no friends and I was bullied. So I would just like mm. stay home a lot. And I was only child. So I read a lot of books oh, and I wow. wrote book reports like for fun. Wow. So I just love writing. Okay. And I was like, I want to be a writer. But of course, you know, in the 80s, you say you want to be a writer. Like, right. like your parents, like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I took a journalism class. So I was like, I think this is what I want to do. And I knew. So from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to be a journalist. Mm. 
And then when I was in high school, uh, my teacher took us on a field trip and it was to hear some people talk at a panel at NYU. And I remember being like, oh, I never even knew this place was here. I never mm. even knew this place was here. And right. I ended up going to NYU. You graduated from NYU. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I what an MFA? Not an MFA. What, a, what uh, undergrad bachelor's, in writing? Yeah, bachelor's in journalism. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. So, so with me, it's like whenever I say, oh, that's the thing. You it, predict it for yourself. Yeah, and yes. it ends up happening. Yeah, and it's and I'm not even when I say I guess predict it because I don't even necessarily I'm not even actively taking the steps all the time to make that happen. That's, that's all right. You see your destiny. Yeah, and you, but, but you happens. but you know you did something which if you hear a lot of celebrities and you guys you know you guys enjoy Chloe while you can't because she's about to blow the fuck up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, just like later for this podcast. No, um, the thing is, well, your podcast will blow up right along with it. But the thing is, is like you're self prophesizing. One thing when we did your reading. And I forgot, like, we were so busy that day. You talked about your hands, like, wanting to do something with your hands. Yeah. So I meant for you to tell you, you should look into finding a form of healing that you like. So Reiki mm -hmm. or um, I like Theta, Reiki. There's different types of energy healings. There's this woman, her name is, her book is called um, Healing Hands by Barbara Brennan. Read that book. Mm -hmm. From there, you'll kind of be able to figure out what technique you want. But you're a healer, you know what I mean? And you heal even com comedic laughing. Comedic comedy is healing. Mm -hmm. Laughing is healing. But it sounds like to me you're um, a medical intuitive and you self-prophesize. But, oh, that's what I'm saying. What most celebrities do, they'll tell you when they talk about, besides all the maybe the underhand shenanigans they may have had to do, but when they talk about their success, you always hear them say the same thing. I just dreamt about it. I just visualized it. I just dreamt about mm -hmm. it ever since I was a kid. So even for you, even if you're not like actively manifesting things physically, you're still doing the internal work. And yeah. that's that's really, that's subconscious work. It's the mind. It's the mind. It we, is the mind. We make. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize that the mind is the most powerful thing in the world. And so when you ignore your your instinct, when you ignore yes, that little thing, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm very intuitive. I mean, I've, I've walked into spaces and been like, no, we got to go. Yeah. You feel it. And you and then and then it's always that person like, no, why you want to be the person that we got? We just got here. You always doing this. And you just like, OK, so then now you got to make the decision. Am I leaving you here? Right. Or am I going to say right? Here? That happened to me one time. My best friend. It's probably the only time that she and I really had a massive falling out. Oh, wow. We go to a party. And, you know, New York in the tw in the early 2000s, like yeah. a, a, a weekday party was like New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Like bottle popping, yeah, yeah. bottle popping, champagne, confetti, girls with, you know, yeah. sparklers. <laughs> and so we had this party in this hood. I mean, it's a Manhattan party. It's in the city, but it's like a lot of hood niggas popping yeah. bottles. That's yeah. when, you know, when the drug game was at its peak. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> and getting ghetto fabulous yeah. was the way right yeah, yeah. so they in there with their wife beaters on and they gold and they oh, diamond chains God, yes, and so much you just on you know oh. they on the stage popping bottles and doing this and sunglasses on and bandanas so i walk in there and i was like i just don't feel right right mm. and so she was like come on girl you always a party but when you say you and i don't really go out you say you don't go out we gonna go out blah 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 i was like fine so we're standing there she's introducing to her friends and like and mind you i'm not i'm not dressed like up to par like i mean i had on probably like jeans and a nice cute top but like chicks didn't with mini skirts yeah like dressed to the t and i'm just you know <laughs> so i'm already standing out and then it was this this there was uh it was like stadium steps but massive steps so each step was like a little vip area i have no it was in the 40s okay i have no idea what mm, it was so many massive clubs over there yeah okay. so the, each step was like these huge balcony like terrace 
says basically so uh-huh. you would walk up like a regular flight of steps but it was a huge ledge and that would be like mm. a couch and a table okay so everybody can see you everybody can see you so everybody's yeah. on this like spirit club okay yeah i don't know what the name of it um and then across from where those big steps were was the bar and a stage and a vip and so the vip was the stage so I'm looking around. I'm like, it does not feel good in here. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, and it's not like, oh, girl, I'm bored. And I was like, no, for real. Something's off. Something's off. Yeah. Something's off. And, and something's about to pop Yes, off. Right? right? And so she was like, stop. And so she's getting mad at me. She's getting really mad at me because I'm being like a this party This is your friend, the tall girl? Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I hear, pop. There it is. And I said, Someone just got shot. No, they didn't. That was a champagne bottle. You such a you. I mean, I'm doing her terribly. She doesn't sound anything like this. Um, but she was like, "You just being so negative." Blah 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 blah. blah. And I was like, "I'm telling you, somebody got shot." She was like, "No, it didn't. It was champagne bottle." So I'm standing there, and mind you, we're on steps. So I'm looking around, and I scan the room, and I see a dude across from me on the stage, grab his stomach. Look at his hand, and he had on a wife beater, so you see the blood oh, coming out. God. And I'm like, somebody just got shot. We gotta go. She was like, no, 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 no. She still wasn't seeing it. No, because you know it's flashing, it's like flashing. Shadow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, somebody got. She's like, I'm not leaving. I'm like, if you want to go, you go. And I was like, I love you. I'm leaving. Right. Just remember this. And moment. I went and I left. I left the club and I went across the street because I was like, I don't want to leave my friend. Right. Yeah. Plus, she was driving. Um, but <laughs> convenient tip. So I was standing across the street. So it was me and only two other people. And we was like, you heard that gunshot, right? And he was like, Damn. yeah, we heard it. Wow. So the three of us literally went across the street and we're watching the door, right? Waiting for them. Waiting for them. So, of course, cops come. The co- I don't know how they did it. The cops came before the people ran out. Cops got there, put up the fucking barricades. Because they got to find a suspect. They got to find out who They're shot the person. They're locking people in there. They're locking people in there. So everybody rushes out now, and they are in the bullpen. They in, oh, they, they in, they in, they in the bullpen. Oh, my God. And we're oh standing across the street, and in, like, pandemonium. Everybody's flying out of there. My friend comes out. She's, like, right at the barricade. Of course, it's like a stampede. The barricade falls. People run in across the street. And so I catch up with her, and I'm like, so, yeah. Mm. I bet she don't bother you about that now. She, we don't even talk. We've never even talked about it. We stopped talking. She was, she, she still found a way to be mad at me. How, how when you tried to save her life? She got, she got mad at me. I think you know we were young, you know, so it's okay. like a maturity thing, you know. She should be grateful that she had a friend that could predict that shit. Yeah, see, but you see, know, people don't like psychics. They don't like witches. See, this is the fucking problem. America. <laughs> yeah, I think you know they don't but, like it. But let's talk about that. Like when you say the word witch, like people don't. People don't like that word. I mean, the millennials witch. love it. They go witchy. I use it. I, I got I guess that I had a conversation this weekend and last week somebody emailed me I put in my newsletter you know witches unite or whatever and so like I'm kind of I this past week has made me feel like I just want to use that word all the time to just try to change what people think of well, it. Well, white women love calling themselves witches. witches and because when <laughs> because when um DT won office you know they had a little seance and it was like witches of America coming together to put a hex on you right well cause cause cause, cause white people are owning their magic and we not and that's why our black ass is in fifth yeah, place but, but you know what, what we really is, need though? to look at is the Haitian revolution against the French that has the fucking answer but don't you realize that that the, the that okay so now it's time to talk about DT oh Donald Trump because yeah. him saying him calling Haiti an African country shitholes yeah is exactly the fire yes, that these communities need. That's what I said. In order to, because you can't call Haiti that was the only successful country to get rid of. Slavery. That's why he called it. Yeah. 
yeah. he, I mean, he's not thinking that. He's I, not, he knows exactly what he's thinking. Donald Trump is smart as. F- okay, so, so let's give so give us your psychic. Okay, uh, so here's deal the deal. So DT. just like anybody that gets a certain level of success, just like Cardi B, all these people, they are not dumb. Like a lot of these people, you probably go back. They may have been A students or something. They're not done their strat and they're strategic and they're putting on fronts. They're putting on shows for people. Donald Trump. This is my my theory and my belief, and it's true. He's a light worker. What I mean is he's not. He's using. He is making us. He's causing us to be a reflect or a, 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 a mirror against our own shit in this country we have so many issues which still need to be clarified mm-hmm. and because of the nasty shit he's doing he's forcing us to do that and that's a light worker's test sometimes it's not all about peace and love sometimes it's going to be dirty shit when you're doing shadow work and so it's interesting that everyone calls him 45 because the four and the five combined is the number nine which is the number of the light worker and they refuse to say him call him president on top of that trump trump card what does that represent so this man is doing his work i do believe he's gonna have a full eight-year run um and when it's all said and done but we really won't see what he shifted because we shifted and we had to fight for about 25 years but like all of these reactions that are happening even the me too all these things that are happening all these movements that are happening they really are happening a lot in response to donald trump and it's crazy because he symbolizes all of this shit the greed mm-hmm. the sex the sex um you know the sexism the racism but donald trump is not crazy he's and he's propped up by a lot of people behind him you know yeah well the gop literally want to keep him in place so that they can keep pushing their agenda yeah i mean they're trying to but get like going back to these wealthy people it's like i don't even know at this point as a spiritual person if a spiritual practitioner if it's about items i really believe it's about like i believe there's this invisible force of goblins i'm going to say that that feed off of our vibration and what they do is they can feed off our energy and it's based on like our our energy so what i imagine is our spines have like the like the rainbow color going from the top to the bottom and they can only hook into our energy through our spine when when that when that when that gas tank is low Mm -hmm. and when the gas tank gets too high they can't hook in. So they try to keep our energies low. Cause it's like, how it's much- like the matrix. It's like right. the computers that we're using babies as batteries that she, that system. So that's what they're doing to us. And it's like, how much Coke and whores do you need? Really? You've got all the boats, you've got all the mountains. Yeah. You don't, so it's something else they want is not just, so what is that thing? Our energy. They want to keep themselves alive and they live off of us. When our energy is depleted and low and we're running on low vibration, when we're only talking about worry and stress and money and fighting and sex and all these, not sex is a bad thing, but when you just stay in the root chakra and the sex is on too much, it's overbalanced. They get to plug into our energy. Like I said, I just imagine our spines like a rainbow color that filters up and down, up and down, almost like a signal. And it's a certain point they can attach in. But when our signal is too high, they can't Which attach. Which is true. I mean, and to just make that like a little bit more layman's term is like, you know how, <laughs> No, 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 because I want because I want people who have not ever thought about this conversation listening to this to not be to not just um, dismiss it. OK. Erica Badu. OK. Operates on the very high vibration. Yes. Yes. And and her shit. And I've met her personally. I've been in her space mm. and you walk into her house and you're just like, you I don't know it. if I deserve to be here. Wow. Because and no, she's very welcoming, but right, it makes right, you want to be a better person. Look, you look, like, look, look, like I need to be like, I just, I, I can't let elevate. her know I had a pork chop yesterday. Right. Like she, you know, you yes. know, she's vegetarian, vegan. Like, you know, like you, it, it makes you want to be, that's why every man that's been with her has changed drastically because her energy forces you to be like, I want to be this better person. But yet, and still, she is untouchable and nobody can say anything negative about her that she won't in turn take and spin it. 
So if you ever see her get into it with a troll mm-hmm. on on Instagram mm-hmm. or in the comments, they be like, "You just you got mad baby dad." She was like, "I do got mad baby dad." Is they all cute? You know, like mm-hmm. she just nothing can nothing shakes her, and, mm-hmm. and and not to say that in her daily life that she isn't right, impacted, right. but publicly she is impenetrable. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we all operated like Erica Badu, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. we would have more control of our own destinies. We would be our own bosses. Nothing would shake us. Mm-hmm. Nothing could bother you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would just be in a very zen place. Yeah. I think people just have to get grounded in themselves. But, you know, people like to worry. They like to have problems. Because... People love people love talking about what's wrong. That's what I'm saying. Because it forces them. It's another way of not looking in. But also, people love... And I thought about this, too, the other day. People love telling you what's wrong with them because they feel that's the thing that makes them unique. Or is it that people are so, or is it that in our society, like if you say you're great, it's a problem. But if you say, oh, I'm just, I'm like so dumb. Like people think that's okay. But the moment you say you're great or you think you're God or you think, you know, I'm amazing. Yeah, like it's the seen Kanye. as boasting. Right, like a Kanye who I used to love. Um, or old Kanye, I don't know. But they, they think it's boasting. So I'm wondering if we've been pre-programmed since very young to kind of put ourselves down as well. And maybe people just like to complain because that's a... Well, I think people of color have been taught to put ourselves down oh, because yeah. you, you can't... You can be walking on the plantation being like, I'm the best cotton picker is. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you the best? Well, you be, I need you to be better than the best. Right. You think, you know, you can't, you can't have no wins in Mikasa. So right. I think people of color have always been taught that well i don't want to say i don't want to say all people of color i think that african-americans definitely have been they taught definitely to come after embrace. us which which people have to think about why are they only killing us with the cops why and and just on that note i want people to look at the psychological makeup of what's happening here when obama was in office our energies were vibrating so high because even whether you agree with obama's politics or not just seeing that black family in that white house left it lifted our energies well it lifted black people's energies but not white right people. well i'm always talking about us lifted our energy so high they had to knock that down so mm-hmm. what did they do all these cop killing videos went on for years soon as this white man I almost called him something else soon as this white man took office you ain't seen that one cop killing video on youtube mm. or facebook or anywhere nobody's thinking about that they had us under terror psychological terror and now all of a sudden you hear every week somebody getting killed by the cops and now nothing and yeah. he's been in there a year yeah what is it, it was it on was, purpose there was just a shooting at a, at a school today there was a school shooting today two students dead 17 wounded in Brooklyn? No, no, no. Like Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I like saw that. that. And that's nothing to do. But they but they purposely wanted to keep black people in a certain psychological mm-hmm. place. And so we have to understand what the game is being pay- played out here. Like, I always So look what at is that. the end game? What is the end game? I really, game? I just, I don't know. You well, know, in, even, the, in our lifetime, at in least. In our lifetime. I think, well, I think we are the light workers. We are the ones shifting things, um, both as women and as black people. I think that. I don't know where all this goes. All I know is that we are moving to a place of where we only need to vibrate on love. They say eventually humans will be able to talk to one another telepathically. You know what? And that was the premise of one of my favorite shows, um, Stargate. Okay. I Stargate. heard that. I didn't watch it. Um, Stargate was a movie, but then they made it into like this series. And, and basically the series and a lot of, actually a lot of sci-fi shows and movies have the same premise of um, the ancestors and the and basically so they're like the ancestors were the ones that created all of our technology and all of the things that That's we right. use today. We're so dumb today. Um and so the ancestors created all of this. They left the seeds or they left us, you know, even if you look at Alien Covenant, you know, right. the ancestor, this, you know, being that you humanoid came here, left their DNA and created this world. Uh, so basically a lot of sci fi, which is why I love sci fi, a lot of sci fi ex- has this explanation. They were ancestors that came here, they were intelligent beings, they had higher technology, they left it either in a blueprint or they actually left it here for us to discover. And and they, they all ascended to another plane of existence. Yes, I believe that. 
And so the and so in Stargate, there's you know a couple seasons where like when you finally ascended, you just like disintegrated and your spirit just floated. I, hope so. I can't wait. And they were there and communicated. And so yeah, it's. I um, think I think or maybe that's death. Maybe that's a symbolism for death. I do think. I don't think. Um, I don't believe in my heart. I don't think anybody's in their heart believes that you know planet Earth is the only populated planet. We're not that no, special. It's not a special so. such a special place. Um, well, especially I, if the universe is infinite. Right. And they know that. That's all they know. And so it just makes you think like, oh, we're not all from here. I'm, I'm clear I'm not from. In fact, I remember the crazy thing is sometimes as a light work, I'm like, why did I come here? It's so stressful, you know, to this planet. No, this sounds crazy. Bear with me. And my angels will be like, well, you actually petitioned <laughs> to come here and do this work. They were like, this is just like you to change your mind midway. Oh. And I was dying laughing. And I was like, yeah, that is kind of my MO. Because like, the, I, and then I literally saw myself like I looked kind of like this. I looked masculine, kind of almost like. I don't know something not quite human and I saw myself kind of jumping in like a Jetson ship and just going to these different planets being like and mm. pushing people out the way like no 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 send me I'm the best I should come I yeah. want to do this work and when they showed me that I was like okay right sounds, so, sounds like the plot yeah. to the um what's the game Guardians of the Galaxy oh really I've never watched that show <laughs> yeah Is there's it a, a movie it's a movie oh, so yeah, 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 okay. yeah um but okay so but what's happening right now like if you you do believe that DT is going to be in office as president of the United yeah. States for yeah two terms yes and what is that going that's going to ravage this country well it, it has to the country needs to be ravaged it's, it's a piece of shit anyway it's uh it's never been built right it's been built sideways from the ground up so it's fine i welcome it i mean it's sad i'm probably gonna move <laughs> because a lot yeah. of spiritual people are moving out of the country it's like a bloodbath um yeah it's gonna ravage the country but not really because america is what i will say about america is that we've all been taught we can be anything we want mm -hmm. we don't know anything about no goddamn caste system even with all the racism black people are like yeah i may be a nigga but i'm gonna be the richest nigga in this whole planet mm -hmm. and so that's a powerful thing about america because when you go to england they're so used to being put in class systems we they don't fight india, they don't fight past nobody that nobody fights we fight in america we're mm -hmm. taught nah this is you know we're yeah. taught this is so he's gonna try to push a lot of things and a lot of things will go through but we'll be pushing back and that's when the that's when you know the and the thing is too what's interesting with the whole me too movement is that america's number one import outside of or number one export outside of technology is entertainment Mm -hmm. So when you start messing with entertainment and you start messing with the status quo and, the, and, the, and the, the powers that be behind it, you're now shifting a financial, energetic and um, spiritual, but also like a consciousness. Yeah, because people learn from media. Yeah. So when you start shifting that, so we're like, we're in a, we're in an amazing time right now. It's ugly, mm. but every single thing that makes this country so-called great is being shifted and being, and, and it's across all levels. And at the same time, you have black people being able to look at each other across the waters and just go, Oh yeah, we're the same. Let's, yeah. let's join together. Yeah. Um, and they can't really hide, which is why they're trying to do a whole net neutrality thing. So it's, it's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be here, but you will have to take breaks. I don't know all where it's going, but I know that we will never look like what we look like today and all and, and both in the good ways and the bad ways. But I, I believe strongly Trump will. I don't know how or why, how, but I do believe he's going to go for eight years. Mm -hmm. um, cause who, cause there's no one even talking about being president besides Oprah, which is a joke. I don't think she's going to do it. No, she knows better than to she's expose herself like yeah, that. She's not going to do that shit. It's anyways boring for her. I would think. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah. Unnecessary. It's just it's like, why, why you lose all your hair? Yeah, and that's true. I know. Looking right? crazy. Well, I know you have to run. You're very busy. Um, um, I don't even feel like I should ask you my end question, which is what makes you a social misfit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm a walking misfit. Oh, my God. I realize that the more I'm, I've always been a little bit. I've definitely have always been a disruptor or a different. But like now having the psychic medium tag, it definitely places me in like some like even today I had to shift the conversation with the publicist I was having because she was like, oh, you could talk about, you know, what braids are and the spiritual. I was like, no. 
when I go and do events, I am a medium. I do medium readings out loud for crowds. This is what it is. Like Teresa Caputo. Like it was like one thing I'm learning as a brand and even what, what I do, I have to be f- full frontal with yeah. what I do. It's yeah. important. Um, so people know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting into. And we don't have anyone that looks like us mm-hmm. doing this work like that. Yeah. Not really. I don't, I don't know any, you uh, know, well, if it's not a gimmick for a reality show, like they had that chick on real housewives of Atlanta. Well, they had a, a psychic, a on spirit there? reader. Mm-hmm. And, but see, they probably made it look bad. She, she probably, yeah, she, she was a lot of voodoo extra shit that prop wise up there. And she ended up cussing out one of the girls. But anyway, that's the problem. Viacom, when you look at the symbol of the, the V, it's a whole bunch of shit there. Well, I'm gonna have to have you back. Cause like I oh, said, thank you. Um, this is so fun, time. but, but let people know where they can find you. Oh yes. Yeah. So if you uh, hang out with me on Instagram, I'm at Psychic Zaya, P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-Z-Y-A. Or you can um, book a session with me over at www.ZayaZya.Global. That's it. No .com, just dot .Global. Good. Thank you so much Thank for, you. Uh, hanging out and letting me come to your space. Thank you. Yes, my very messy space. Thank you for being such a good girlfriend. Of course, of course. Watching this. And you guys, watch out for Chloe. She's my boo